Hello and welcome to the music All right. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Music Smoothie. And uh, in the misheard lyrics of Panic at the Disco, uh, I'm a sucker for sativa. And uh, tonight we've got Fishy, our, our good friend from uh, 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 Parts Unknown, uh, part of uh, the, the uh, southeastern U.S. Also uh, known as Knoxville. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Um. We've got Phil, uh, a newcomer. Hey, everyone. And we've also got uh, Olaf. What's up? Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Very enthusiastic. 2 a.m. for him. He's <laughs> <laughs> down. The coffee is killing him. We, we love it. Yeah, what kind of coffee beans do you think they have in Sweden? Quite good, actually. Cyanide. Um, I don't think cyanide is a stimulant. And finally, we've got Billy. Uh, he's going to be going first tonight because he's got to fuck off to work. Yes! Hello! I have a job. Wow, you suck. Um, so do I. I'm so a I cuckold to economics. Yeah. The ghost of Johns Hopkins. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Billy, uh, what do you got for us? All right. So we're kicking it off with Sunset Rubdown. Um, so usually this would be, um, I, I don't know, this, uh, you know, based off of our um, limit, it's 10 million. I think that these guys are a little bit popular but they are more on the you know obscure side where their highest hits are a million um they're an art rock music group from montreal um i think that's uh in america um they uh the what? band began i'm just fucking with you guys the band began as a solo america. project <laughs> it's from an america <laughs> okay uh, the uh, band began as a solo project for um, someone you might know, Spencer Krug. Um, he, I, that's probably the wrong pronunciation of that. But he's from Wolf Parade, um, which is a pretty popular group. Um, this band um, in particular is a little bit more eccentric, a little bit more um, kind of zany. Um, people call it art rock. Um it's a little bit more experimental. The sounds are um, fun and it's energetic. Um, I love the vocals of this band. I, I listened to a little bit of Wolf Parade. I, to be honest, I haven't listened to them that much. I've listened to Sunset Rubdown mainly and a lot. 
Wolf Parade really just sounds like a very toned down, more diluted version of this. This just feels so much more energetic, pumped up, and fun. So it's a great start. Um, and let us get rolling. Sorry, I didn't type it in. <laughs> We're going to be listening to Idiot Heart. Everybody mute for the song. Okay, what the fuck? I thought they weren't that obscure. Play the fucking song. Billy, put it in this chat. That's what I did wrong. I'm sorry. I put it in the songs. That's what... <laughs> okay, one second. The Discord-like chat in video thing is so confusing. Don't worry, this part will be edited. All right, now playing Idiot Heart by Sunset Rubdown. Okay, and I got no results. Dun, 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 dun. Wow. <laughs> is, is there is there an easier way to play it? Is it too obscure? No, it's got like a it's got like a million views on like Spotify. It's not too obscure. Play it on from YouTube or whatever. Okay, I think we're good.
Till the Icarus in your blood, in your blood drums I said if I was a horse, I would throw up the reins if I was Sunset rubbed out. Um, and before we kick it off to the next person, I did want to just say I love those, like, the lyrics uh, as part of this group. Um, there's a lot of other well-done songs. Um, <laughs> I love that. That was a really good song. Oh, thank you, Allah. I'm sorry, I... <laughs> 
I was talking about the lyrics, but I got cut off by looking at uh, Laz's comment about David Byrne singing over this LCD sound system song. Um, so, um, did you have any other comments, Olaf? It it reminded me a lot of uh, of uh, Talking Heads. Yeah, me too. It was really good, though. It's like Talking Heads mixed with I don't know, like some punk, I guess. Really good, though. Like uh, maybe Talking Heads mixed with the uh, LCD sound system. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say that? I. <laughs> I already that, said that, that, that's not that's not wrong. Like you're objectively right. Am I crazy or was there a bit of almost I'm oh, sorry, I'll go ahead. <laughs> oh, it was uh, it almost felt like there was I don't know if I'm crazy, there's a little bit of like Bruce Springsteen in there too. I can just see this like live, you like jumping around really energetic, like E Street band vibes if you know this was being played live. Sure, I could have seen like a sax solo in this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, hell yeah, dude. Oh yeah, I I know. I feel like um, from one of the other songs, they definitely have trumpets in there. Um, but I yeah, I, I, totally I think it brings up a good point that I, part of what I love about um, their other songs too is just the variety of instruments that they'll bring, and you can hear that a little bit of that in this song too. Yeah, it was pretty cool like it was very busy but coherent there's definitely a lot going on I awesome dude i'm glad i'm glad you guys liked it did yeah. anybody else have any other comments i definitely want to check out some of your other stuff oh yeah the um the each each one of their albums are is pretty good um i would say their first album uh i think it's uh, Snake's Got a Leg. That album is a little bit more has a little bit more of a lo-fi kind of feel to it. Um, but I, I definitely love Shut Up I Am Dreaming and Random Spirit Lover. Those are really good albums. Good to know. Yeah, I, I almost yeah. I'm I'm interested to listen to the lo-fi one because I feel like I don't know something that like it really benefited from a really crisp production. But I'm I'm curious to hear it. So, um, should I move on to my next one? Sure, go ahead. Okay. All right. So, this band is called Bound Stem. This uh, Wikipedia says this is an indie rock band with math rock influences. Um, Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I, I don't feel like may, maybe you guys can listen to this. I don't feel like this song has like that much math rocky feels to it, but. Well, I'll see what you guys think. Um, I think you're asking the right crowd, so we'll, we'll tell you. Their, their first album has a little bit more Bath Rocky feel to it, but I I kind of I wanted to play something from that album, but I also really like this song for reasons I'll get into. Um, but they're based in Chicago. Um, the, there's, the vocals guy is a guy named Robert Gallivan, um, and he, what I really like is... This is kind of, uh, you know, a little bit more on the obscure side. It has like 10,000 views on YouTube. Uh, but the, Robert Gallivan is a guy who is a high school teacher. 
and you'll see a lot of his um, people from school, a lot of his students will comment on the videos on YouTube, and they'll be like, Hi, Mr. Gallivan, um, you're my, uh, um, you, you're my, um, I actually have it pulled up, one sec. <laughs> you're my you're my biggest fan. <laughs> you I'm in your English class. You're my uh your honors US history teacher, best teacher and best band ever. <laughs> I love that shit. It's so wholesome. Yeah. Um been called the best teacher. <laughs> I know what a fucking surprise. People are just like, "Wow, I I wish I had a good teacher." They'll actually say that in there. Um but he, they, um, it was a couple of guys who met in high school, and then um, they put out a, a drummer wanted ad, and um, I don't really know this person, Evan Salt from Harvey Danger, um, joined oh. the band. Oh, you know him? Yeah, I know the band Harvey Danger. <laughs> I, I, that's what I mean. Is that guy from him. Jackass? No, that's. Excuse me. Probably not. (laughs) Uh, There's someone in Jack is called something danger. Danger Aaron, I think. Danger Aaron, yeah, that's his name. Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) Yeah, that's. This is is what Rodney Dangerfield is known for. Um, You've heard Harvey Danger. Everyone has. They they did the song. uh, Flagpole Sitta. It was a big hit in the 90s. It was yeah, that, yeah. that pop punk one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Pop, pop right. punk. <laughs> wow. The blasphemy. <laughs> I'll play good bo- I'll play good pop punk next time. That's my gonna... that's my hot take though. <laughs> that's my hot take. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's that hot of a take with, the, uh, with these guys. <laughs> yeah. I think almost everyone a pop punk and like who listen to more obscure music but hey i'll I'll bring good pop punk i swear um but without further ado yeah um that's how this band got started so um i i really like the um lyrics of this band and i can talk a little bit about it afterwards but i definitely think that um this it has a little bit of a thematic feel to it if you're kind of a lyrical person so you can listen into that as we're going through this song all right um everybody mute up and i'm gonna play it
That was Sugar City Magic by Bound Stems. Um, and before I kick it off to another person, I did want to say that, like, what I was saying before, the thematic feel of that song, I just, there's a lot of, uh, just like, it feels like from verse to verse, it's telling that story about this family. And um, that, like, when it gets to that point where, you know, you visualize that dad or that parent or whoever it was, where they're talking about keeping the family afloat. It's just like one of those moments where it really makes me like feel like that kind of like that pain that you felt in a relationship or something or felt in your family situation. And it's just like you can even feel with the like background um, uh, vocalists like going the like size, the like it feels like a sigh, like you're like your dad is like just exaggerated and done with something and he's saying i've been keeping this family afloat and it's just like he's so angry that he can't even like yell or anything he's just sighing into to you and it's just it i don't know if that was what they were really going for but it's so evocative to me i just you know it this might not be like the best sounding of their work but to me it's definitely very evocative and very makes me feel so much for it um just a good track for me i really love this track i'm very curious to hear what you guys have to say um phil did you want to go first i'm on mute yeah i yeah i see what you mean there's some really i really love the middle segment the like that just it really stuck out to me it's a really cool uh, some really cool stuff they're playing around with some really cool stuff what they're doing i see what you mean i think it leaves a little bit of tightening I don't know if that makes sense, but like, I don't know. I feel like it just needs a really good editor and then it would be like a track I could listen to over and over and over and over again. Um, just super, there was just some really cool ideas in there, but I feel like it just needed a little like cutting around the edges um, for it to be even better. Yeah, of course. Uh, what would What would you feel should be edited or, you know, cut around? I don't really know if there's like a specific thing. I think just like holistically, again, I think there's some like really cool ideas they're developing there and some really cool sounds they're playing with, but I feel like they just like overstay their welcome, all of them somehow a little too much. I don't know, it's very nebulous, kind of hard to put my finger on like what exactly, like what specific thing they could change. But, and again, don't get me wrong, it's just like, it was a cool track. I really enjoyed listening to it. But, you know, just something I thought of while listening to it. No, that's I'm going to interrupt. Just... I'm I'm going to interrupt here. That track was yeah. solid. It was a good like wavy. Is that does that make sense? No, no, I, totally. I, that's definitely a word I would use to describe it too. Yeah, it was wavy. Lyrics I didn't really pick up too much on that. I kind of had to listen to it again, but the music itself was. Solid. I like. I loved it. It was really good. Oh, uh, I. You know, I. I can definitely see. You know, I, I'm sure. I've. I would love to see. I wish these guys were still performing because I would love to see these guys. You know, get. Better. I agree. You know, these guys would be cool to see live. Yeah, it, it would be great to see these guys and see them like evolve with their with their music. I feel like uh, part of the reason they disevolved they, was because um, the singer 
wanted to go back to teaching. Um, oh, that's kind of cool that he was just doing this on the side. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Some, sometimes it's best to just let a project, you know, be what it was and let it go. Because uh, there, there are bands that I've listened to that just kept going for way too long. And Definitely, just, yeah. And it's that's, like, that's a fair point. You kind of suck now. Yeah. You just Blink-182 make some, sucks, guys. Yeah, Blink-182 sucks ass. Fucking hate those guys. But the, 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 the main point is, like, there's a Swedish band called Kent. And they made, like, a few banger albums and then they kept going for 10 years and like no, no album that they released after their third one was good like just just leave it just, just go like the simpsons just like the fucking simpsons <laughs> yeah like the simpsons yeah just yeah. let it be i think that is a really good point i'm i i am appreciative of what we got here i think it I agree with you all off. Um, what do you think, Fishy? I liked it quite a bit. Uh, especially the singing at the start kind of put me in the mind of David Bowie a little with an American accent. And uh, I'm normally not a fan of protracted outros like this one had. I, I normally get the feeling that it kind of fucks up the vibe the entire song spent the time cultivating, but this one stood out to me as being pretty neat. I thought it was a nice bow tie and not just a pointless flourish at the end to distract you from everything that came before. So, yeah, I liked it. And uh, you mentioned the bops. And, yeah, I really like those. Those are probably my favorite part, uh, the way they kind of turned into instrumentals themselves and the way they, I don't know if it's just my headset, but it played each bot in alternating ears and that really played well into the song about you know breakdown of a family situation because it feels like there's just shit coming at you from all sides when that happens so yeah i thought it was a good track i liked it a lot yeah i think some those are some really good points uh, it, it definitely i hate like saying this over and over but it adds to that thematic feel and that like those themes of the song for sure yeah for sure this was like a movie and a song kind of to me. It was neat. What do you think, Laz? I don't know what these guys are talking about. Uh, the 35th season of The Simpsons is my favorite. They wheel out some <laughs> celebrity. Can you shut the fuck up? Again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm guest starring again? Shit, all right. <laughs> To detract a little bit, I watched a, the Halloween Simpsons episode of like the newest season, and it they were like making an Avatar reference. And it oh was my fucking worst, god! It was the worst <laughs> fucking thing in the world. Uh, so it's basically just like a Family Guy clone now, which is oh <laughs> no, that's just depressing. That's depressing. Yeah. They they started the doing the fucking fans. cutaway things that. Family I've been doing. Oh yeah. no, no, you can't be serious. That's so sad. No, they start, Simpsons started doing that like three years ago. Or oh god, just take it out behind the fucking shed at that point. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, like stop it. It's it's done. Fucking right. shoot Bart in the head. <laughs> no Bart. I, I I put the Simpson in, in S tier when it comes to Yeah, first ten seasons. 
Yeah. They just just realize when something has been done. It's over. Just shut it down. These are the hot takes that we come here for. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my commentary. <laughs> that was your... No, I'm kidding. Um, I also want to say that the, the intro of the song was that that fucking slapped, and that's me. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, can you hear me? My it looks like my screen is like acting up. No, I can uh, hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're you're good. Okay. Um. All right, well, let me know if I start breaking up. Um, so yeah, I um I really liked this track. I really liked the um the the sort of uh the the grinding energy of it, like um if that makes sense for the first half, and then it sort of um like uh, gradually starts uh, dipping, like decrescendoing, and then um but while it's decrescendoing i really appreciate that it's just like the the uh the energy of the song changed to like a little bit more you know like uh happy and upbeat over time it was like a, a unicorn bleeding out gradually and then uh yeah so that's uh that's the visual that i got interesting thoughts did you guys feel those uh math rock vibes that they were talking about in wikipedia yeah totally totally there were I, didn't, I, I didn't feel that at all. There were some bits with the guitar. I just felt very like layered and rhythmical. I, I agree with what you said, though, that I think they would be really cool live. This almost feels like, I don't know, they're just kind of fucking around at parts of it. They're, they're not even like, I don't want to say they're definitely 100% all like just totally winging it, but they definitely feel like parts where they're playing around with some ideas, not final, which is cool. You don't really see that too often. Um, while it still is a compelling song, you know. I, I didn't hear the math rock at all. There were a couple minor time signature changes, but other than that, I didn't really get like a math rock vibe either. That's, also, oh. it's also good because I don't, I don't fucking like math rock. I think that shit is pretentious and silly. I hate it. Rise internally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the song. I just didn't get any math rock vibes out of it. Oof. All right. All right. Um, on that note, I think we got to say bye bye to Billy. Oh, yeah. Have fun at work. Thanks. I love you, Billy. Love you guys. Love you, Olaf. I'll see you guys next time. Hell yes, yeah, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. That was our our uh, our lad, our our boy, uh, uh, young William. And uh, next up, we have uh, Phil. Hey, um, I'm new. Uh, my name's Phil. I'm 25. Well, Hi. I uh, I live in Boston, just outside Boston. Um, in my day job, I'm a consultant. Love that grind. Um, but yeah, I'm just already. I'm having a lot of fun. I really. Uh, I feel like in college, I was listening to a lot of new music, around a lot of new music, and since I've graduated, I haven't really 
been in that kind of environment. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm just looking for some cool wrecks. Um, and I'm really liking what I'm hearing so far. Um, so I have two songs queued up. Um, the first is a track by a guy from Anchorage named Medium Build. Um, so my girlfriend told me about this guy. He's, uh, he is a, like, I don't know, I would say early 20s guy from Alaska. Um, I don't know how she found him. Uh, I think like one of her friends at work found him on Discover Weekly on Spotify or some shit. And I was like, this guy's cool. But then I saw him live and he really totally blew me away. When he was live, we were at the super intimate venue and he just like really conveyed a very uh, sort of vulnerable energy in his vocals. Like you can totally pick up over the song, um, the recording, but um, just live, he really fucking killed it. So yeah, I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Um, this is his like most popular track on Spotify. Um, I wouldn't call it my like total best favorite of his stuff, but I think it's his top track for a reason. I think it like shows off a lot of what he can do and a lot of the different vibes he goes over in his music. He has stuff that's a bit more like not a sad boy. Um, that's also pretty good, but I think this is just a really all around solid track. Yeah. 
All right. Oh, we lost Laz. Anyway, that was that. What'd you guys think? Uh, let's give Laz just a second to come back because otherwise it might be a bitch to edit. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. I'm going to take this opportunity to piss. I'll be right back myself. You know, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that too. Hold up. Hold down the floor. If you don't mind. That's him pissing. Oh, he's back. He's back. Fishy, get back. Don't leave. Okay, I didn't stand up yet. Uh, that song, I didn't like the the verse, but I I did I did like the the chorus a lot. The verse was kind of boring, but the the chorus was pretty good. I liked it. Nice. Yeah, uh, I liked it a lot too. The singing, especially, kind of reminded me of Khalid without a lisp, and uh, that's cool because I really like Khalid. And um, I always really like songs that are kind of a direct appeal like that one is. So that was nice. And uh, I'm not exactly sure, but. I kind of got vibes of a, uh, I know it wasn't a full brass band, but it kind of had hints of that. And I think it lended a lot of gravity to it and kind of, you know, made everything else more impactful. So that was cool. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, no, I see what you mean. I, when he was live, he was just him. He didn't have his band with him. So I don't know if he normally tours with a, a live brass band, but I can totally see him doing that. I think, like, again, a sax solo or something in there would have been kind of cool, or just like a deep, sort of mournful sax in the background, a bit more pronounced live. I don't know. But yeah, I see what you mean about Kelly too. I know my girlfriend likes him a lot, so that doesn't surprise me that she, she really likes this guy too. But yeah, I, I yeah, appreciate your thoughts. Last, did you hear the song? Last here? I heard his mic adjusting. Hey, uh, can you hear me? Oh, shit. No, you can't. Yes, we can now. Okay. Um, yeah, my computer's really fucking up right now. Um, yeah, well, I, um, it's weird. It never fucking does this when I'm recording. Um, this doesn't usually happen. Yeah. This has never happened before. Yeah, I'm sorry. I blew my load everywhere. You're all good. All right. Well, uh, if you didn't hear, we, we can move on to the next one. It's all good. I know Olaf has to get to bed. Um, so I, I heard... I, I heard about uh, roughly half the song, and I uh, I, I enjoyed what I heard, um, <laughs> but I, I don't think I could give like a you know a full picture of uh, yeah, what. Yeah, like, no, no, yeah. I mean, it was pleasant. I'll say that, and then we can move on. All right, sounds good. Um, next song is from a band called the Murlocs. If you're familiar with King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, uh, they're yeah. in the same sort oh, of well, yeah, orbit. Yeah. Um, same sort of orbit. They're both from, I just looked this up on Wikipedia. They're both from uh, Melbourne. 
Um, so I don't know what they got going on over there, but they're turning out some good bands. And there are a couple other bands that are sort of like in the King Gizzard circle that I've listened to that I like too. But the Murlocs are by far my favorite. There's just like such a cool psychedelic um, sound. They're more consistent in their sound than King Gizzard. I know they play around a lot with the different genres and stuff, which is, which is totally cool. This is not like a knock against them at all. But um, I thought these guys are more consistently sort of a like, you know, twangy harmonica sound in pretty much all of their albums. Um, again, this is their most popular song on Spotify. I think it, it's a million outside bounds, but um, the rest of their stuff is not that, you know, nowhere near as many plays. So I wonder if it got picked up by some Spotify playlist. Um, but no, they're, they're fun. Um, yeah. So without any further ado, here it is. I'm, I'm going to see these guys live next month. I'm super hyped. I thought they'd never tour the States. Hell yeah. Shit. I'm gonna play a different song than I originally chose. Changing shit up. This is the from their album that I've been listening to the most recently. Oh, it didn't work. Yeah, you put a space between the things. Alright, here we go.
I love that song. That was amazing. Thank you very much. I'm um, glad you liked it. <laughs> Mike drop. That was amazing. Right, I, I love that song. Oh yeah. Glad I could show it to you. It's um, I'm happy I uh, changed my original plans. Uh, but yeah, this is one of my favorite tracks of theirs. Um, I hope they play it when I see him next month. I'm so excited. I've been, I can't tell anyone about this because none of my friends like this band. They're all like, this shit sounds weird. So I'm excited to have found people who like it too. I was writing down, like the melody was all over the place. I loved it because it didn't really seem to make sense at the start. And I love that. Yeah, a lot of their lyrics are like that. They're kind of like, you know, they're not just nonsense, but it's it's a little disjointed, little again, it's it's like trippy without being overbearingly trippy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, this 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 singing, I, I I fuck with that so much. All right, also, nice. The, the claps, the claps that they had in the. Totally, yeah. I'm from. Yeah. If they record in live or if they sampled it, but they, great claps. Totally. No, I. the rest of their stuff sounds similar to this. So if you like this, check it out. Um, their newer albums are a little bit slower, not quite as like heavy, but they're still solid. But, you know, if you like this, the albums they made around, I think this came out two years ago, three years ago, the albums they put out in, you know, 2019, similar stuff to this. So yeah, I just, um, I just looked it up. This one came out in 2016. It was called oh, uh, Young, okay. Young Blindness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's my favorite album of theirs. Okay. I was wrong by three years. I don't know. I still think it's 2020, honestly. Um, but yeah, check out that album then. Well, that to be fair, really I'm, I'm, I'm going to check out that album. Yeah. It's it was um it was pretty good. Oh, I'll I guess I started talking. I guess I'll I'll uh, comment next. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Continue. All right. Um Yeah, I uh it's I've been meaning to um check this band out for um for a while now because I've been into King Gizzard and uh, you know people always say, "Oh, you like that one, then you're probably going to like Murloc." So, uh yeah, I um I really enjoyed this uh, song in particular. Um, I don't know if this is um, indicative of most of their songs, but this one I really like the uh, um, the um, playing of the uh, um, the you know distorted guitar. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I I, I like that. Um, I I, um, I like that it was sort of like a, a, a straightforward track, but it was also um, yeah, it also did take some uh, artistic liberties, um, you know, throughout. And it, it's it definitely kept me engaged, like uh, all the way through. So yeah, I, I appreciated it. Nice, yeah, it's it's a, it's a great track. What do you think, Fishy? I like it. Other than enough for you. Yeah, I I didn't appreciate it quite as much as Olaf, but I liked it. it. I got some like Jefferson Airplane vibes, especially at the start. That was neat, and uh, like last said, that twangy guitar was cool. It uh, it kind of put me in the mind of like a sitar, I guess, and it it yeah. gave me like a vaguely, you know, Arabian Nights, Adventures in the Desert vibe. That was cool. Totally, totally. Yeah, that's interesting. I uh, I didn't think about that. That sort of adds to like the psychedelic quality of it. Yeah, yeah, it felt like the track fucks hard as shit. <laughs> I fucking love it. 
<laughs> Sorry, Fishy. Uh, please continue. Oh no, I was I was done. I just yawned at the end, so it cut off a little. Okay. Oh, you are too. In solidarity. Oh, I'm sorry. I infected you. That was a great track. Thank you for showing me. I'm glad you liked it. I wasn't expecting this enthusiastic of an endorsement. I loved it. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. It. Great. That, that's, that's my type of music. I love that kind of weird shit. All right. Um... Next up? up, next up, we got our our fish boy. Okay. Oh. Uh, Wait, fishy, do you still need to go to the bathroom? Because I gotta pee. I just drank an entire beer, and I really need to pee. Yeah, uh, if we can take five, I need to pee pretty bad. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick bathroom break. <laughs> Sorry, Olaf, I know it's late, but I gotta pee so badly. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm drank it. All right, I'll be back. Probably like ten cups of coffee. <laughs> Well, then maybe you need to go to the bathroom, too. No, I'm good. All right. We'll be uh, really fast. May actually, maybe I do have to go to the bathroom. Do I? I don't know. My wife is mad, so I, I don't even want to leave the room. My wife is so mad at me. Fuck my life. <laughs> oh, no. I've been... Am I the only one who's, like, writing down shit on paper? I've been writing uh, down notes for every song, and... Even before, I've been writing down things that I wanted to say about this. Oh, drop my phone. About the music that I'm playing. But I've changed my mind. I'm going to play another song. Fuck. Am I not going to play Kevin and the Bikes? You only get two, right? Everyone's at the bathroom? I'm back. Jeez. You have anything going on tomorrow? Okay, I'm back. Uh, is we all accounted for? I'm back. Alrighty. Uh, my first song's gonna be uh, by Spirit. Wait. Oh, I can't hear you. I can hear. The can you hear me? I don't think so. That's awkward. Uh, Yo, someone, someone say something? Hello? Hello? Yep, no, nope. Oh, that's not good. It doesn't sound like Lazlo's back. Speaker for, for a minute. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear us now? Yeah. Um. I'm sorry. My my headphones 
I got AirPods and they just died, I guess. Nice, nice. Nah, this kind of sucks. Oh, no, no, no. We can use this to get Raycon to sponsor us. Gotta have a business mind. All right. Uh, is Laz still here? Or did he? I don't think he's back. All right. He gets old manscape too. Mm. Incredible. They can build a business off of ball shavers. I don't even have a ball shaving business. They have a fucking making shitty commercials business. Wait, how'd you know I have a manscape razor? <laughs> really? I actually do. Yeah. How is it? It's it's pretty good. I even use it uh, right. for my uh, my beard. So you know, it's good for whatever. How's the fine trimming? I just grew a mustache, and my regular trimmer isn't quite cutting it anymore. I honestly, um, I haven't used it for like trimming, so I couldn't really tell you. Interesting. All right. I've heard other people on the internet be like, "Yeah, they're not bad," but I don't know anyone in real life who's actually gotten one. So that's good to hear. Yeah, so they've, it's certainly been working out for me so far. So. The only thing I don't um, so when you buy the uh, when you buy the set, uh, it also automatically subscribes you to get like um, uh, replenished uh, blades and and what whatnot um, for um, every other month for fifteen bucks. You know, every time. Oh. So you got to like unsubscribe from that. And it's a little shady. I hate that. But everything else is good. All right. Well, good to know. Um, yeah. Um, let's go, Fishy. Let's see what you got. Second, those... I'm drowning in snot. Let me blow my nose. All right. I'm Fishy. All right. Now. She dragged me from the depths of the Mountain Blade Warband forums to be on this podcast. <laughs> Wait, are we doing a podcast? <laughs> yeah, you're being recorded right now. It's going to be used what? against. It's going to be used against you in a court of law. You um, were just a bunch of boys doing, you know, fun music talk. Yeah, well, it's certainly that, too. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what are uh, Swedish courts like? Do they hand out fermented fish when you walk in? What? <laughs> no, what did you I, say? I said, what are Swedish courts like? Do they hand out fermented fish when you walk in? Sometimes. Okay. Only if you've committed a murder. <laughs> Eat this. It's called Lutfisk. It will prepare your soul for what uh, is to come. <laughs> Lutfisk is different from... Uh, you're talking about Sushtaming. Sorry. We don't I was literally that. just talking to someone at a wedding about this. Really? So, yes, literally this weekend. I was at my, my girlfriend's cousin's wedding and... This dude who was sipping neat bourbon on the bus to the ceremony at four o'clock, powerful energy. Um, somehow this came up in conversation. Um, anyway, synchronicity. Yeah. All right. Um, proceed, Fishy. Okay. Uh, this okay. is going to be spiritualized. Uh, Lord, can you hear me? I like this song. 
this is the studio version. I couldn't get the bot to find the uh, live recording I wanted. I like them both uh, for different reasons. I'll go into after. But this is spiritualized. Lord, can you hear me? Son of a bitch. Let me type that again. <laughs> I do like what I've heard of spiritualized. I don't know if I've heard the song. I don't remember. It's one of their uh, lesser-known ones, so. All right, here he is. Oh. And I get a sample. That time I just couldn't spell right. I don't hear anything. <laughs> it's because he's still typing. Yeah, fuck the robot <laughs> up. <laughs> Are you saying I heard, uh, it, I heard about join, but I didn't hear anything after yeah, that. Yeah, it joined to tell me I'm shit at typing. <laughs> you you probably have to type it in a more accent. Okay, let's see if it works this time. Mm -hmm. Hit me. The son of a whore. Son of a whore. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> Do you require assistance? <laughs> what the fuck? I, I tested this. It's spelled spiritualized. He's uh, it wrong every spiralized. Fucking <laughs> book learning bullshit. No. <laughs> no. Even memes. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, Speaking stupid now. All right. I'm smarter. This time I have it. There's no red line under it. All right. Just hit send with the red <laughs> line under it. Oh no. <laughs> what? Oh, here we go. <laughs> what is this? Church music.
that was Lord Can You Hear Me by Spiritualized, the uh, studio version. There's also a uh, version on YouTube of them playing live in Sydney, and I think it's probably my favorite, but like I said, the bot couldn't find it. It contrasts to the studio version. It's kind of less of a duo, and the uh, the backing vocals are more just backing vocals. And uh, I think the instruments sound a little less refined, and I think it fits this song better in that live version. But uh, let's hear what you had to say, Phil. Can people see the One. chat? I know I was, I was ragging on you in the chat a bit. But um, I did really actually enjoy this. It was cool. Um, it was not what I was expecting at all. Um, again, I don't know if people can see the chat, but um, a friend of mine once described an A.G. Cook song that had this like beat drop that he kept building up to and never quite getting to as emotional ed or musical edging. I almost said emotional edging. Yikes. Musical edging. Um, and this kind of felt similar. There was like a beat drop. I was just waiting for it to happen. And it came and it was super satisfying with that drum roll, the just like really sound coming all in all at once was super satisfying. Um, the buildup was nice in retrospect. Um, at the moment, I was like, all right, what's happening? Is this just like a church song? What's going on here? Um, but no, that was cool. I, I enjoyed that. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, probably making that song, they did know that a lot of people would be like, Oh, this sounds kind of churchy. I can kind of start nodding off and they wake you up in the middle. Uh, let's go with Olaf next, I guess. Uh, I, I thought the song was good. Can you, wait, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought the song was good, but... I mean... Yeah, that's fair. The 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 Jesus aspect of it, I didn't really enjoy that too much. Oh yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think the lyrics do kind of mitigate the um, the aversion to the religious angle of it somewhat, because like I mentioned in the chat, it's more kind of it's less praiseful and more like asking God, you know, what the heck's going on, like. Can you even hear me up there? My life's pretty shitty. Why aren't you doing anything? It's not just like, you know, worshipful. So, but it does have a bit of reverence to it. So I think it has a nice duality in that, at least. I, I grew up in Mormon, so uh, I've, I've had my fair share of, uh, you know, Christ in my life, I guess. Mm -hmm. I, th that aspect, I don't know. But the, the song itself was good. Uh, I like the, the choir and everything. Sounds nice. Yeah. Oh, and Laz, what did you think? Well, I think um, like a, a lot of um, uh, uh, gospel music uh, in this uh, country, at least, or uh, gospel-inspired uh, Americana, is uh, really at this point um, in time has really been um, almost thoroughly divorced from any like real um, sincere um, like uh, 
um, ties to Christianity. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's no longer like fully a religious thing, and I feel like we we really have um, uh, Ray Charles to thank for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, um, which is funny because at the time people thought it was uh, that his music was um, sacrilegious for that reason, and you know maybe it was, but it it turned out to be a, a good thing because then we got all this great music, and um, uh, you heard it here first. Um, fuck Christianity! It had its time and it's dead. Uh, long live uh, um, atheistic uh, gospel music. Uh, just wait a second. I'm uh, I'm adding you to the list here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm on an FBI list. I'm sure I already was. Never mind. I'm on an Never FBI mind. list. Fucking Canadian got him called on me once. I'm sure. Canadians are very nice, though, so you don't have to worry. <laughs> they absolutely are not. I've I've known what? too many Canadians. Yeah, they're my Canadian really nice all the time. They're... Actually, she's very nice, but she was mean to me as a child. Uh, well, fuck her then. Well, don't <laughs> fuck her. But... She was going through a messy divorce. Not her fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. All right. Um, if you hear this, Aunt Barbara, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> all right, uh, Fritchie, What do you have next for us? Oh, are we doing back to back? Okay. Yeah, I guess that's, that's the way we've done it so far tonight. So, might as well follow through. All righty, righty. Uh, let me let me pre-type it so we don't have a debacle again. Debacle. Debacle. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> uh, bad situation. Catastrophe. <laughs> okay. Would the Swedish equivalent be? Uh, I don't know. I'm not really sure what the word means, anyways. Like, yeah, because that catastrophe. But that would just mean (laughs) catastrophe. Okay. Well, that's that works. Okay, uh, this next one is... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's you. Someone broke it. Broke it? Um, okay. Uh, The next one's going to be Sad and Beautiful World by Sparkles. It's a sad song.
instantly have something to say about this song I, I, I loved it it sounds like Jason Molina you know Jason Molina from Song Sahaya or Electric Magnet I'm sorry uh, from what Song Sahaya no it doesn't ring a bell Electric Magnolia maybe it sounds like that mixed with Pixies. Yeah, I can kind of see Pixies, I guess. I loved it. It was a great song. Thank you for sharing. I loved it. Thank you. I liked it too. It was definitely, you could sense that he was going through some shit um, with what she said in the chat. Um, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was definitely, yeah, you could feel there's a lot of emotion in it, even if the lyrics were pretty simplistic, very like stripped down production. Um, but yeah, you can feel that. Yeah, I think the simplicity lends itself to just being fucking over it. Yeah, yeah, rough. I think um, simple is good. Yeah, in a lot of cases, most cases, I prefer simplicity. Yeah. Uh, right. I love I love country. Uh, I think country is 
I fucking hate everyone hates country. I fucking love country. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm very particular about country. I think they've mutilated it and twisted it into a fucking orc these days, but you could definitely hear some of the uh like good <laughs> country, I guess. Yeah. Just, and uh I it's think it's definitely country. A hundred percent it's country. What you just played is country. Yeah. But I mean, you wouldn't hear this on a country station on the radio, no, at least no, here. There's too much fucking like country pop, really. Yeah, yeah pop country is bad. It's insufferable. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, country for. It's like fifty. Like it's it's so bad. But I fucked like, my daughter in the back of my tractor. And it's like so. It's just so. It's very commercial. You can feel it. It's like they took a, a genre that was very anti-materialist, very anti-commercial, and just turned it into an ad for pickup trucks. It's ugh. yeah. I want yeah. to firebomb Nashville so much. Yeah, same. But yeah, but I fuck with country. I, I think like, do you guys think Johnny Cash was country? Sure. I like outlaw country, sure. Yeah. Blues. Yeah, you add a couple of words before and after, but country. Yeah. yeah. Johnny Cash, country, for sure. One That's thing good. I do like about this one, though, is like his whispery singing. You never hear that, especially in modern country. It's always uh, very full force singing, usually. And, um, I think that him purposefully singing in a very whispery and withdrawn way with the uh, country instrumentals kind of gives it an ethereal quality just because of its uniqueness. So I, I really like that in particular about it. Uh, I think Laz is the one that didn't say nothing. Yet. Yeah, sure. And another thing that I don't like about a lot of pop country uh well you know modern pop country i'm fine with like a, a lot of the the 70s stuff 60s and 70s um but uh yeah is that the the vocals that are very affected the you know the instrumentation is uh very uh you know like uh production heavy and it just sounds like commercial and hollow to the point where it just um yeah, there's, it has no soul. And this this was like the opposite of that. This had a lot of heart and soul in it, and it was very sincere. And that's where country is at its strongest as a genre when it comes from a place of sincerity. That's why it became such a popular, popular genre in the first place. Um, because, of course, it was a ripoff of... Uh, um, uh, Delta Blues. Um, it was like white people are like, "Hey, we have emotions too," and then they they started to make their own version of uh, um, blues music, and then yeah, and then that's that's where it was for a long time, and now it's just yeah, I got a tractor and I ride it around the pond until I fall in and drown, and then my wife is sad for a minute, and well, like I got my Ford F fifty sixty or whatever it is, what they I'm in the ground. <laughs> Dog died truck line gonna have a bud light. Like this is it. Oh god. I like, got my beer in my hand and I'm voting on Trump and I'm going to do it legally and I'm gonna get rid of 
like it's so boring nowadays yeah yeah i get what you mean though like sometimes just because most of the radio stations play modern pop country i'll catch myself listening to some in the background and then like i'll catch a lyric or two and i'll just get so pissed like it'll be totally fine to listen to i'll be idly jamming along in my head and then i just hear the bullshit they're saying and it's just like this ain't country i can't every wedding every wedding playlist all pop country i could not i was like this is not where's my fucking whitney houston man come on yeah i want to dance with somebody listen to dolly parton dolly parton is she has the best singing voice she thinks about shit that's actually real yeah. And she's, she's just a, a perfect country singer. Yeah, I love Dolly Parton. She's from I around here. I love her. You see her, like, the businesses she owns and stuff are all around here. So I really like Dolly Parton. And, of course, you know, she is just fucking masterful, like you said. I don't think there's anyone. Like, you know, I Will Always Love You, that, that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that was, uh, that was a song that was real. It, it meant something. Yeah, that's a another. That's a good point. It, her stuff, you know, a lot of big songs she originally did, and then someone else recorded it. And I l- really like Whitney Houston's version of that too. But I mean, I just Dolly Parton doesn't get credit as much these days as she probably should considering how many of her songs have been re-recorded and gone on to, like, smoke her versions of it. She's one of the greatest of all time. For sure. Yeah, yeah. For those of us in our audience who don't know, um, I I Will Always Love You was originally uh, written and recorded by Dolly Parton, and uh, Whitney Houston's version is a cover of uh, the original. Yeah. Didn't everyone know that? I uh, I know a lot of people here still don't know that in the U.S. What? Yeah. Her version is the best. Yeah, a lot of people, like, because she did it a long time ago, but since she is country in the modern day and age, a lot of people just think, oh, Dolly Parton's country. I don't want to hear an old lady sing about pickup trucks and, you know, so there mm-hmm. is a lot of fall off in the reverence that she is frankly due within the United States, at least. It might be a little better outside because you're not constantly inundated with shitty pop country. But yeah, like I said, I find it fairly common that people don't know that. And I mean, like I said, I'm from where Dolly Parton's from. You know, she's big here and there's even people that don't realize that. Oh, damn, that that's crazy to me. Like, I, I don't I, think I like knew that. I feel like I read it somewhere once, but like I was like, "Oh yeah, huh?" When you said that, I've heard Whitney Houston's version, but I the 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 main version that I'm used to that I've always heard is Dolly Parton's original. Yeah, I think Whitney Houston's is the one that got picked up to be in like a lot of films and stuff. That's the one that you normally hear if it comes up in a movie. So most people yeah. just assume it's hers. 
It's um, I think Whitney Houston's version is much more popular in the states to the point where I don't think I've ever heard the Dolly Parton version on the radio or anything. It's always the Whitney Houston one. Yeah, and to be fair, Whitney Houston does it very, very well. She does it very well. I'm yeah, not trying a, to shit talk her at she, all. She's great. She's great for sure. But Dolly Parton's better. <laughs> for sure, Dolly Parton is such a great singer. I love her to death. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's a fair opinion. All right, um, who's next? Is it? I think it's you, Olaf. What do you got Is for it us? me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Let me see. Let me check my papers. <laughs> what yeah. do I write down? Bring out your Rolodex. Uh, I'm gonna bring you something that's not that. Let good. Me... Not that good. <laughs> I, I hope you like it. So, I'm sure we will. We'll... The the first song I'm gonna play is uh, Brother Daniel uh, with Shoreline, uh, which is a um, it's a it's a very old song from uh, 2001, uh, and oh well, fuck it, I'll just play it.
So that was uh, Brother Daniel with Shoreline. Uh, absolute classic over here in Sweden. It's uh, an amazing song uh, that you you should check out all of their songs. It's it's amazing. Uh, so what did you guys think? I liked it quite a bit. It was pretty cool. Uh, I, I liked how he had a lot of restraint in terms of singing. There were several parts where the instruments were really going and I was really getting into it and I was just thinking, oh, oh, he's going to start singing and ruin it. But he, he, the vocals were kept held back enough, I think, to remain very impactful and complement rather than compete with the uh, instrumentals. And uh, yeah, the lyrics were pretty good. I mean, they've definitely provoked some thoughts that I'd rather not be thinking, but yeah, I liked it a lot. It was a good song. I'll, uh, I think I've heard of these guys before, but I don't know if I've ever really given them a good thorough listen. I think I might after this. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I've never heard of this band before. Um, wasn't familiar with anything they've put out. I enjoyed it. It was cool. It was very like you could just feel like there's a lot of layering going on. There was some cool um, audio. I really, yeah, it was a cool song. Would not have like normally listened to it on my own. So I enjoyed, yeah, hearing it. Very different from what I'm normally listening to. Sure. Um, uh, wait, I guess I'm next. Uh, yeah. Give me, uh, give yeah. me just, uh, just enough time to disassociate. Um, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I really liked the song. It, it gave, uh, it, to me, it almost felt like a, like a, like a punk ballad. Like I got like, uh, I guess, uh, clash vibes from it. Um, but yeah, um, uh, uh, very, very consistent, very streamlined, and uh, you know, I felt like it was, um, it was a very um, cohesive package. I guess that may, might not sound like a great way to describe music, but that's that's just uh, how it felt to me. Um, yeah. Uh, you said it was popular in Sweden. Are they a Swedish band? Yeah. It's a Swedish band. Uh, <laughs> Brother Daniel. Very cool. Uh, All right. Yeah. What? Um, I guess uh, um, your next uh, song. All right. So my next song is gonna be a uh, shoegaze song from uh, the same city in Gothenburg that the first band came from. Uh, but they're more metal, uh, melodic. If that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. 
that was uh, West Coast with Twerve, which probably one of the best Swedish two-ways bands of all time. Uh, I like this song a lot because it's um, it's um, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's just a good song, <laughs> really. So, what do you guys think? It was fun. It was a really like high tempo. I really enjoyed it. It felt just like a super fun song. Um, yeah. You know, when you can tell that a band is having fun when they're recording, you can tell they were having a good time recording that. Um, yeah. It sounded uh, very energetic and uh, to, to the point that it's one of those things that would probably be a lot funner to hear live. Like, it, it kind of got lost at parts to me just because there was so much going on and none of it was bad. It was all good. I just was having trouble finding a thread to grab hold on and ride through the song. I think, you know, in a live atmosphere, it'd be easier to really feel that. But yeah, it was pretty good. I can't really offer much more than that because I did kind of get jumbled up trying to find a through line, but it was good. I'll definitely give it a listen again later and try and find a way to write it. Well, um, yeah, I thought it was interesting um, that uh, you introduced it as a, a shoegaze because I, I really got like more noise pop um, energy from it, but then I looked it up and apparently uh, noise pop and um, shoegaze are not mutually exclusive. There's a lot of overlap there. And uh, in fact, uh, my bloody Valentine at times is um, described as uh, noise pop. So uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't know that. It's, it's uh, interesting. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, I thought it was a pretty good song. Very, uh, very poppy, very upbeat, very, uh, very good music to listen to uh, driving home uh, late at night to keep you awake. <laughs> That's the funniest description I ever heard. Well, is it very working good for you? music to listen to while you're driving home to keep you awake. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Now that's me, Mr. Uh, Pragmatic. Uh, all right, is that everyone? Except you. Yeah, uh, it's just you left. No, no, I mean, uh, okay, yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of, like, uh, commentary. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that was everyone. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I have a song for you guys. So my first song um, is going to be um, an oldish song by um, a rapper named, uh, well, a rapper called um, Serengeti is his stage name. Uh, real name is uh, David Cohn from uh, Chicago. And uh, apparently in... Uh, Fuck yeah, Chicago! Yeah. I guess I've never been. Uh, it's funny. I've been to Illinois, but not Chicago. Uh, apparently, he was good friends with uh, rapper Open Mike Eagle in uh, university. So, uh, it's a fun fact. 
this is a song from his um, album Family and Friends. Uh, I think it's a great album. It's definitely worth a listen if you're uh, into like uh, lo-fi uh, hip-hop. So, um, yeah, without much uh, further ado, let's uh, give that a, a, a listen. screaming but yeah Yes, that was PMDD by Serengeti. And yes, before you ask, that was a song about a man fantasizing about falling in love with a uh, an actress in a, a PMDD uh, medicine commercial. <laughs> uh, so uh, what did you think about that, Fushi? Um, I liked it a lot. It, uh... You know, a lot of hip-hop, I find the beat and the lyrics 
try and crowd each other out. I really liked how it was space to give each time to shine. And uh, I liked the slightly washed out, kind of blown out uh, vocals. It really made you focus in and actually hear the uh, lyrics, which uh, my slow brain sometimes has trouble doing with hip hop. So yeah, it was it was nice. I liked it a lot. All right, um, Olaf. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, um, uh, just yeah, I was just asking uh, what you thought about the song. Do uh, was kind of like the Tyler Creator esque. I thought uh, I liked it. Okay. Um, uh, what else to say about it? But it was good. All right, that's fair. Um, yeah, um, Tyler the Creator definitely also has a, a a lot of focus on um on his lyrics, so that that definitely does make sense. And um, uh, Phil. Yeah, I entered into it. It felt very like the plot, the story, I don't know what to call it, so kind of out there that you just talked about. It felt very like dreamlike at points because the story was just like, you mentioned, a little all over the place. Um, no, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a cool track. Thanks for sharing. For sure, for sure. All right. And... Uh, last but not as, I have a, a really long um, folk song for you guys. All Are you right. ready? Is you, uh, pr uh, prepare your bodies. Um, are, are your bodies prepared? I'm totally slathered. All right. I'll take it. And yes, I'm stalling uh, because I'm uh, trying to remember the name of the track, so I'm just scrolling up the song channel. Ah, okay. Wait, do I need to prepare my body? Is, is your body not already prepared? Yeah, it's somewhat prepared. All right. Oh. That was a trick question because there is no preparing for this. Oh fuck! You fucking got <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Without further ado, this is "A House in Nebraska" by Ethel Kane, and this will be our closer for the evening. Vegan, by the way.
in Nebraska by Ethel Kane and um well let's just get into it um what do you guys think I liked it uh I'd really like to hear it not necessarily live but in an acoustically suitable environment like I I felt like having a proper echo resounding around would add a lot to it. I feel like it was kind of made to have that, but uh, you know, that's more a problem with my setup rather than the song. And, yeah, I really liked it, especially uh, when it kind of got a little harder with the instrumentals towards the end. Usually that'll uh, make me check out after a relatively uh, measured song like that, but it felt earned in this case and uh, complimentary. So yeah. It's pretty good. Oh well, yeah, this was um, from her debut album. Just came out like uh, five months ago. Um, but yeah, this is her first album, and it's the, the whole album is great. It's called uh, Preacher's Daughter, and I I think um, she's going to be huge. Yeah, it's pretty dang good for a first album. 
Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. It was very, uh, it was a good song to close out on, I think. It was like a really nice send off. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I'm not like, I feel like I used to listen to a ton of music like this and I just haven't in a while, um, which is a shame because I definitely think missing out. Um, yeah, I just love the sort of longer ballads like that. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. I mean, the music was good. I just, I, I didn't get the vibe really. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, nah. It, it's not for me. But the music was good. Like the actual music was good. The, the production was very well made, and everything. I just couldn't really get it. All right, just didn't click with you. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Uh, I guess it, it is. A... It was. It was a good song, though. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on it. I just, it's not for me. You know. Okay. Not yet. Um. I don't blame you for uh, for not liking a song. That's you know everyone's. Everyone has their own taste. Um, okay. Um, all right. I guess that's it. Um, that's. Um, I guess that's going to be a wrap for tonight. Uh, everyone, I um, hope you all had a great time. I know I did. And uh, the audience out there, uh, I hope you liked uh, the, the taste of our, um, our, our blended music taste tonight. Um, all right, say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. All right, and that was our latest episode of the Music Smoothie. Hope you enjoyed that blend. And uh, if you like what we do and would like us to record consistently, uh, we're currently trying to record weekly, uh, consider donating to us on Patreon at the Music Smoothie. And um, follow us on Twitter at TMusicSmoothie. And uh, we're available on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Just the Music Smoothie. Uh, all the music we use is fair use under the uh, media um, criticism clause of fair use. And uh, if you like uh, the music we listen to but don't always have time to listen to the episode, our um, playlist is available on uh, Spotify. Just type in the music smoothie, and uh, you'll be able to find all the music we play. All right. That's uh, all the music that's available on Spotify, at least. Not all of it is. I uh, hope you guys had a great time, and um, have a good one. Day, morning, evening, night. Uh, times in other dimensions as well. Yeah. All right, see you.